Welcome to the MLM.com podcast. I'm Nancy Tobler, your host. Today, we will be speaking with Lynn Bardowski. She is a sought-after direct sales expert and empowering keynote speaker for direct sales conferences and women's organizations. Lynn's relatable, humorous, and energetic speaking style connects with worldwide audiences, and her social media influence will rock your audience engagement. Her topics include embrace your inner visionista, attraction marketing, harnessing the power of social media, Facebook parties, what's in and what's out, and supercharge your team. Lynn also works with corporate clients to create a custom keynote speech that connects with the conference vision and objective. Today, Lynn will be talking about live streaming. Lynn was one of the first live streamers and uh, was on our podcast early on. I think she was uh, number eight. Uh, So we'll revisit the history of live streaming. She'll give us some best practices for live streaming. We'll talk about how, in general, the direct selling industry supports women and how women's needs are different. Okay, welcome, Lynn Bardowski. Thanks for joining us today. I thought we'd start off with... Uh, people may or may not remember, but in 2017, you came on our podcast and talked about live streaming. And you were one of the few uh, that was doing live streaming at that point in time. And so I thought maybe you could talk about what it's been like, what you've seen, what's happening in live streaming since you started in live streaming. Yeah, absolutely. We have you know, in many ways, we've come a long way. In many ways, we have not come a long way. I first started, I was live streaming 10 years ago before even Periscope, but Periscope launched in 2015. That's when a lot of people in our industry, I think, really saw that opportunity as a way to not even necessarily connect with their current audience, but to find a new audience. And so I hopped on that right away. And then when Facebook soon followed suit, because, of course, Facebook doesn't want to be left out of what the current trends are. That was April 2016 when Facebook rolled out live streaming to everybody. Literally, as soon as I saw that you know notification that I could go live, I went live and I started going live for my network marketing business every single week. And my very first show, I sold $300 of a product that I shared a tip about. And it was about a 20-minute broadcast. I was hooked. Oh, (laughs) yeah. It's like, I'm in. Yeah. And then I started getting messages from, from people that were watching my show, as I called it, my show, because you can, and started numbering my my weekly broadcast. And I was getting messages from people saying, oh my gosh, I just love seeing you pop up in my newsfeed. Can I book a party with you? Or, you know, I just love your show every week. I'm thinking about joining your team. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I knew we were on to, I knew we were on to something and Facebook live, live streaming in general, which of course, almost every platform now you can go live. You can go live on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, uh, everywhere, Instagram, of course. And so those people that have been the early adopters, you know, really saw fast business growth, including me. And every time to this day that I go live, I make money. (laughs) So I will continue. Yeah, great. We were talking before we started the podcast uh, to talk talk about uh, sort of 
hangups? What are the hangups people have about going live? Yeah, it really is different for men than it is for women. And most of my, you know, my followers are mompreneurs, women entrepreneurs, and it really is a confidence thing more than anything else. Not everybody is confident with seeing and hearing themselves on camera. And I feel like that is really the number one thing that holds people back. It's really the confidence, but then also the fear of putting ourselves out there. Yeah. Right. It's like, Ooh, <laughs> here I am. Yeah. And honestly, the only way to overcome that is to do it. There is no magic wand that, that I can give people that is going to fix that. It is in the doing that you get over yourself and yeah. stop overthinking and feel confident. And so it's so easy to practice because you can practice in private going live. A lot of people might not know that you can, you know, either just go live on Facebook using the only me audience setting oh, from okay. your personal profile. Okay. Kind of the secret hack, like just go live every day. If you want to <laughs> Nobody delete it, nobody will see it. Right. Or even just create a group, a Facebook group where it's maybe you, maybe a couple of team members where you're cheering each other on, you're giving each other valuable feedback. It's kind of that safe place. So, uh, you know, that, that really is the secret. You have to do it. And that's how you overcome those fears. Do you have any, I, I, I actually just thought of this because at, we can actually, Lynn and I can actually see each other. We're using zoom. You're just all on audio, but Lynn has a beautiful backdrop to her picture and do you have tips on uh, on just some things people should think about when they're doing a live stream that uh you know to turn your notifications off just a few things like that absolutely i have one of my most um popular uh webinars that direct sales companies hire me for is to go live with confidence and it is where i share the those tips and and hacks um I'm a big hack fan because <laughs> yeah. coming from the industry, and I'm since retired, by the way, I'm retired as at that top leader level, which I was at for over 20 years and now solely running my consulting and speaking business through Million Dollar Party Girl. So um, there, there is really so many things I could share, but number one, at the end of the day, I'm always asking myself, is this duplicatable? Can the newest direct seller do this? And right. so I really like to keep things simple. Um, so some simple tips. Number hey, one, perfect. lighting yeah. is a make or break. And the numbers show that within the first three seconds, people will leave your broadcasts if it's not a good quality video. Wow. And a dark lighting can really be the reason that people leave. If they can't see right. you, they're not going to stick around. So lighting is real important. Your best lighting during the day is a window in front of you. Yeah. Frankie's That's trying to get me to turn around. <laughs> my windows behind my back so I get this beautiful aura I look like I'm an angel so yeah yeah always a window in front is just gonna light you so well when you know that's your best friend that's why we all look so great in a car selfie because oh. our <laughs> I didn't know that 
our window, right, is right in front of us. That's yeah. why car selfies always look so great. So oh. window in front of you. Great. And if not, there are really affordable ring lights that you can get that, you know, attach to desk, a kitchen counter, or whatever you need that can do the job for you. So that's number one. Number two is distractions. So you want to pretend you're taking a selfie as you're practicing going live or if you're going live, you know, open your phone, open your camera and literally look behind you. What is the view that your viewers are going to have and just get rid of the clutter. I mean, right now, you know, as, as uh, you heard, we're seeing ourselves on zoom and I have my background for going live for those of you that maybe have watched my social girl live show, which I've been streaming weekly for over three years now. Oh, great. Every Wednesday. Consistency is key. Number yeah, three. It is. Consistency <laughs> is key. I agree. Look behind you, remove clutter. It could be cords. It could be trash. It just could be clutter, kids, toys, as long as they're out of view, they could still be there. Just push them out of the way. Right. And then one of the, the biggest distractions that people don't think about is overhead lighting that you know, kind of makes you look like you're getting interrogated. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> and and uh, and a ceiling fan. So there's nothing worse than you go live and you're not even realizing it. And there's a ceiling fan hovering about above your head. Right. Like helicopter blades. Right. And guess what? Nobody's listening to a word you're saying. They're all looking at that ceiling fan. Right. So, you know, check your scene. That's what we call that, your background, bright lighting. Um, also, having a consistent uh, scene that you are ready to roll with can really make it more optimal for, for you to be more consistent because if you have to set this up every single time, you're less likely to do it. But right. if you're like ready to go, you're going to do it whenever you got to jump in and do it. So, yeah. uh, and it doesn't have to be a room. It doesn't even have to be a big space. Uh, even a corner in your bedroom could be your live streaming spot. In fact, corners even give you more depth. So oh, that's an interesting tip. Yeah. So, um, and if you don't have a spot where you're thinking, I don't have a place in my house that doesn't have clutter, maybe you're a busy mom and that's just not possible. You can get great photography backdrops. So it's better than green screen because it's real. And in fact, when I moved three years ago, I wanted to keep the consistency of my show, which had a white brick wall behind me. I had a white brick, um, it was actually the back of a fireplace that was my scene for my live streaming that we painted white. So I actually got a photography background. The wall behind me used to be purple when I first moved to oh, wow. this home. So I had a white brick fake background that was a photography background, looked totally real on camera, but that helped me keep the consistency of, the look of and my feel. background. So people weren't looking at my purple wall. And I have since changed that still a white background, but now I have a white shiplap background, yeah. really simple, really bright. And it's the same setup every single time. 
Yeah, I feel like maybe women, well, it, it's both a plus and a minus. Our next question is going to be on COVID. But I feel like all of us had to learn and set up a spot at home to work. Yeah. So you already have your spot set up. Just think about it, get it, uh, you know, arranged. But then there's, there, I don't have any solid data on it. it what I looked at was anecdotal at first, uh, in like November last year, so almost a year ago. They said that because of Zoom, we see ourselves more. And so we're more critical than we've ever been, women in particular, more critical of how we look. And so I think you've really hit on some really positive things that can be, be used right you know uh, you have a spot now you know you have a spot now uh but all of us myself included can work on our confidence so anyway so COVID I've been asking all of our guests how's COVID changed your job your work uh how's it changed direct selling what are you seeing COVID has changed everything it's changed consumers buying habits it's changed the way we work My husband, who used to go to a job, now works from home. And so we now have both of us working from home. And for many network marketers, they're juggling kids at home, uh, you know, support people, significant others at home. Yeah. It has never been more stressful. Right. Sounds ideal, right? We get to work from home, but (laughs) you never... You never get to leave your your work. Yeah, <laughs> when that happens. It's true. So it's true. It's never been more stressful. And even my own daughter, who had a baby last year, and her job is from home. Her husband's job's from home. The kids were home. She was just, you know, having a new baby. The stress level was a ten out of ten. Trying yeah. to keep all those balls in the air. So it hasn't made life easier for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think the one plus that came out of COVID is that more people were looking for a side gig uh, or a gig. It may not have been a side gig. It may have been they were looking for something that can give them full-time income. Uh, The United States did really well, not as well as Canada, but in general, I think big companies and medium-sized companies came through COVID quite well. But I think small companies and startups had some struggles uh, early on. But absolutely, and that trend continues. You know, most of the companies I work with saw record growth. Yeah. During the last year, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And at the same time, I don't know if you've heard of the she session. <laughs> They're calling it the she session. Uh-uh. And that is women leaving the workplace in record numbers. Oh, yeah. And it's well, yeah. because of the reasons I just talked about. Yeah. And so, yeah, exactly. Right. We have women had to pick up the caretaking responsibility. I, I mean, yeah. I'm sure there are men who did it as well. Uh, but it's still... And you actually talked about this in 2017. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but it, it it's still not an equal world for women. It's just not. Uh, no. we, we, I started teaching college in 1982, so a long time ago. And back then, women made 50 cents on the dollar. So 
<clears throat> we've come a long way, baby, but it's there's still a giant leap. I'd like the extra 20%. They say in Utah, it's actually 30%, but I I could spend another 20% if they give yeah. it to me. <laughs> and you know what? It really made everybody reevaluate their priorities. Right. And with network marketing, with our industry, there is no glass ceiling. It is the one place where women can earn whatever they choose based on their own effort. And they're not dealing with all the crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, but, that's it. Yeah. That, nice way to put it. <clears throat> yeah. I could have used another word, but still happens in the workplace. I yeah. mean, it's crazy that we're still putting up with these, uh, that women are still putting up with so many things. So it is the one place where they can really draw that line in the sand and say, hey, guess what? It's, it is about me and I'm going to earn what I'm worth and define success on my own terms Right. that works for me and my family. And that's exactly what this industry offers right. for women. Yeah, I think, I to me, it's, uh, and, and we, Frankie and I have found some really interesting companies out there where it they have just built it to bring women into business and social connection. But uh, I just read a research study, in fact, where being in direct selling actually makes you better at fulfilling goals and setting goals and meeting goals. Your self-efficacy is what it's called, but you, you know you can do things that it really builds women's confidence. Do you see that as well? There's no other industry like it. Uh, we were at the forefront of women's empowerment before women's empowerment was a thing. Right. And so absolutely, it builds confidence, self-esteem. You learn so many skills, especially leadership skills yeah. that are not taught. You know, we're just, we're just not taught those things anywhere. So uh, yeah. I mean, I have just seen, I've seen thousands of women really be able to be who they were meant to be and what they were doing prior to that just wasn't filling their cup. And yeah. then, you know, once it was, it, it ran over. So yeah, that, that for me is really what this industry is about. Yeah. I feel like that there's a, a way men tend to lead and a way women tend to lead. Uh, the research actually suggests that we're closer in behavior than perception is. But I think that women in this industry support each other. They don't, I mean, I want you to succeed. I need you to succeed. It, and there is a level of support that you don't get out in the corporate world. Exactly, because we're not fighting over positions or jobs or, you know, income pay raises that every company has a has a, has a limited number right. to hand out. And we have, we don't have that limited number. We can all grow together. We can all raise each other up and, and climb together. Yeah, great. I think we've talked about most of my questions, but... Uh, and maybe Frankie has one uh, that I haven't hit on, but what other technologies are you seeing women use and how are women going to need to use them in the future? What what kinds of things can you envision? 
you know, it's never gotten easier. That That's really the good news is live streaming today, you know, fast forward is really about being authentic and pretty much everything you need to do is in the palm of your hands, right? including running your business. So many companies have apps now for the, for the field where right. they're literally running their business in the palm of their hands. And that is the flexibility that people want today, you know, both, both men and women. Yeah. And so that I, I feel like it's never been more accessible. So, you know, some of the newest trends, you know, captioning, for live videos have made them more accessible for everybody. We have a lot of people in the deaf community in network marketing and that captioning now gives them access to more resources and training. And they say 85% of people are watching live videos on silent. Oh, that's interesting. You know, Picture that mom that is maybe up with the baby at one in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> rocking like, well, in the rocking chair, this. hopefully. Let me quick get these tips. And she could literally be listening to closed captioning and getting what she needs. And so it really has brought that accessibility on that on demand when you need it. And right. so uh, that is, uh, for me, just so such a sweet spot to have that reach. And then on top of that, one of the other big trends, of course, Instagram, TikTok, we're seeing more short form video. So Facebook Live, the sweet spot is typically 20, 30 minutes for live streaming. Okay. Gives you time to build an audience, add value, and then include those important calls to action. So you convert at the end. Well, you can do that in 10 seconds. Yeah. (laughs) On Instagram and TikTok. And I do. So yeah, we per, and, I get, and it's all on your phone. No technology needed. So right. really thinking about repurposing, you know, I'll take a Facebook live video and the, the really the biggest technology for me is using live streaming platforms that give you more features. I use StreamYard when I go live. It's okay. a cloud-based platform, but I can multi-stream. I could be on Facebook and YouTube at the same time. Oh, yeah. Wow. So working smarter. And then I'll take that Facebook Live and I'll turn that exact same content into a 10-second Instagram reel. Wow. Sharing the same tips in 10 seconds. And then I'll take that Instagram reel and turn it into a a Facebook post just by downloading and uploading that video (laughs) somewhere else or sharing it to a story. Facebook or Instagram story, writing a blog post about it. So you could now take one piece of content and repurpose it pretty easily without using any kind of extra tools. And so the the one tool I do recommend is a live streaming platform like StreamYard. You can share comments on screen, go live with up to 10 people. And you can even, one of their latest features is you can even go live without being live. Oh, wow. And that, yeah, that is the perfect way to repurpose prior content. So yesterday I wasn't able to do my weekly Social Girl Live show and I was able to push out a past broadcast as a brand new live video. Oh, great. Yeah. So you get the consistency that you want. Exactly. And uh, yeah, and keep your audience 
uh, meeting their expectations, right? Yeah, exactly. that's fantastic. People watching it, they watch it and they comment and they interact as if it is live. So, you know, if you feel like, gosh, I don't know how I'm going to have time to do all that, take one thing and push it out there 10 different ways. You don't have to keep creating a lot of new content. As long as it has value, you can share it and reshare it. Well, thank you. Yeah, that that is just uh, that your insights into what's happening right now are great. Uh, I didn't realize we had closed captioning for live streaming. That's fantastic. Everyone should be doing it. And uh, maybe we'll just end today with tell us uh, about Million Dollar Party Girl and what you do for people in direct selling. And uh, we'll end on that. Absolutely. Thank you for asking. I create smart social selling strategies that help direct sellers grow fast. That's what I do. Okay, great. And using it through really simple, easy tips and tricks. One of my best selling courses is my Facebook party pro course. I would say that's what I'm really known for the most. That's what many direct selling companies hire me and never been more relevant than ever before with everybody shifting to a virtual way to do business. Yeah. In fact, I don't think we'll ever go back to live. I think I've said this several times. Uh, I don't think we'll go back to face to face in the same way that we had it before. I think we'll always have a live component, a, a, a technology component. Absolutely. And, you know, we, I even hear people refer to it as a hybrid model, right. direct selling conferences this summer, some were in person, some were virtual, many were a combination of both. Right. And I really feel like that is going to be the new normal. Yeah. That even if you are having a gathering, maybe outside, if it's safer and you're still going to go live during that party and stream yourself maybe into a Facebook group or yeah. to Zoom where anybody from anywhere can be tuning in. And the same thing if you're live, you could have a party and have the host have a few of our friends over if that's accessible where they live and being yourself anywhere you want. Yeah. So the yeah, two worlds have really emerged and we're seeing that not just in our industry you know right. a lot of retailers kept their business going by going live on facebook right yeah yeah the world has changed it's really been an event for the world that we've lived through not just an event in the united states so it's an interesting phenomenon thank you so much lynn uh if you google million dollar party girl you'll find her and we'll also post a link on this podcast so Thank you, Lynn, for everything. Thank you. And I encourage everybody to just put their toe in the water and and jump in. Thank you for joining us on the MLM.com podcast. I want to give my thanks to Frankie, uh, our producer and editor, and Josh for his audio help. This has been the MLM.com podcast, bringing you information and insight into the direct sales industry. Thank you. And join us again on our next MLM.com podcast.